Hey, thanks for checking in to StormyLake.us and happy Monday afternoon. It's nearly 4 p.m. I hope you guys have had a great rainy Monday. If you're here in Orlando, Florida or wherever you are, I hope it's been wonderful. If not rainy, sunshiny and beautiful. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I hope last week was fantastic for all of you as well. And I want to just go right into this message this week. I've never... This is a very bold message for this week, um, and it's very direct. So it's a threefold weekly forecast, okay? How do we heal the wounds of our past with the message of the present for the hope of our future? So we have three different perspectives on a weekly basis on how to live into the characteristics of God, like from a divine perspective, to live our best life, making the best choices from love and light, honesty and truth, and authenticity, of course while at the same time producing fruit and doing what is kind. And your character is always part of this story and how we change our character because the entire messages that we give are about how we can change who we are or what we do to be a reflection of the highest, most beautiful star who is God and to be the light for others in the times of darkness and to follow the work and the lifestyle and the belief system as far as our character goes and how we would treat other people, no matter who they are, what they are, what they said, how they responded, right? So it's not about anybody else but you. And this week, uh, this week is very, very, it's very direct, okay? So how do we heal the messages of the past? And the, and the what we're talking about in the past is anyone, it comes up to be, are you responding in malice is what I want to ask. Is anyone feeling like, do you feel like you've been with malice or spite or, you know, in, I don't know, like you're really upset or you feel like someone's upset you. So your retaliation, there's a, something going on and God's message is be without malice, uh, be without spite. So maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe somewhere this past weekend or this week, if this happens for you, you've got to be on guard. I want to say that the, listen, There's a word called awakening in our new age world that everybody wants to use. Oh, I've had my awakening moment. Okay, it sounds really funny. But what that really actually means is without getting lost in the non-logical world, it just means that you have become present to know who you are, why you came. Suddenly everything you're not seeing is like a cycle. You see it for what it is. You're fixing it. You see beyond the veil, you're present, you're aware, you're awake. That's what it means. So to have an awakening moment means that you are fully in control, that you have self-control and restraint, that you are operating from a divine perspective and suddenly you're not seeing it from a soulish perspective. To be awakened means to have wisdom. And all of these messages are from God and wisdom only comes from God. So we are to be without malice. So basically, if any of you are going to go through this or have gone through this, then I'm going to give you a few examples. Let's just say that in the past, you guys have been hurt, disappointed, I don't know, uh, disrespected by other people, right? If this happens again, you are not to respond the same way. So if another has let you guys down or betrayed you or intends to, if something like that is going to happen for you, which happens to everyone every day, I feel like on some level, it's super normal and super natural. I want you to know to experience any feelings that you would have if this was to happen, whether it's anger or hurt or disappointment, whatever those feelings are are normal. 
the message on how we don't respond, how do we change the wounds of our past so we don't repeat the story, is that we to feel any emotion is completely natural and completely acceptable. But we have choices, guys, and we have choices that help us to respond And we can't respond correctly from the divine or have wisdom or be awakened if we're not connected to the divine when things like this happen. So what I want to say from an interpretation of God is don't allow your heart, first guard your heart, but don't allow, don't allow any hurt that's happened to you to become a source of like infection or disease. Okay. That's the easiest way I can put this because any retaliation, any anger that we have, disappointment, if we've been disrespected, if we've been hurt, whether it was intentional or not, if we allow this to brew within our mind, which then overcomes our body with time, we have opened the door for infection or disease. And that's what I want to say. Uh, and I mean, infection or disease as Suddenly your energy decreases. Suddenly you're filled with anger and rage or injustice or your any emotion that would take you away from joy would be an infection. It would be a disease because that's not how God wants you to live and it's, it's not how God designed us to live. So we have to acknowledge what's happening. If someone is disrespected, disappointed, hurt your feelings, whatever it is, maybe they betrayed you, you need to acknowledge what's happening, okay? Um, accept how you're feeling learn from this, whatever that lesson is. And you're not going to know unless you stop to pause and be present with yourself, with nature, with God, take a breath, look around, see what's really happening in your story and learn from it. You got to learn from it because learning from your experiences are part of growing. And then we need to let this anger and hurt and disappointment or whatever might happen for you. We need to let it go and not just let it go to the wind, like let it go to God There's a process in this, okay? You cannot allow other people to inspire acts of spite or malice within you. You need to know that self-control is very much biblical. It is very much needed. And without self-control, who is controlling us if we are not? And I want to say that from a spiritual perspective. If we lose our self-control, where and what energy are we actually operating from at that point? So you never want to let yourself get to the place where you're so angry with another that you turn your heart and your head away and you grow with spite or malice or anger, rage, whatever it is, use whatever term you want. That's just what I got, but you can't respond that way. So instead we need to let go and let God. Now there's application to this and this is so crazy because, um, it's, I promise to goodness it's right on point with everything that I know to be true, especially with messages that I got from clients today about their own story. And so the message is this. If we would actually turn our problems onto God when something happens like this, when, when, when darkness or shadow or deceit or whatever is trying to come against us and we can't see why, instead of trying to analyze why, we surrender it and we let go. Because the first thing I want you to remember is that your body is important. Your temple is God's temple. Your mind is to be God's mind. It is to be pure and lighthearted. It is to never be distracted, never to be anger, and never ever to have malice or or spite or, or, or frustration turn into something that could be dark and rageful towards another human being. That is not what we're called to do. It is normal for you to feel, and I want you to go through your feelings and understand them, but to react in a certain way beyond feeling your emotions and react towards a person that would not be in a holy perspective, no matter what they've done to you, would not be seeking wisdom and you would not be awakened. So 
The message from God really is that if someone's hurt you or you're struggling right now with a loss or you have an unknown something that happens this week for you, please have wisdom because this is this is a message of wisdom that be on guard and know that whatever's happening with your story right now, God wants to be the one that you go to. God wants you to give your everything to him. And so if you say, God, you know what? I'm going to surrender this to you right now. I'm going to give you all of my thoughts, all of my feelings. I'm giving you the situation, this person, and I'm just going to surrender and I'm giving it to you because I don't even have time for this in my body. I don't have time for this in my mind. I don't even know what to do right now. So I'm going to surrender and pretend like this didn't happen. And I don't really mean pretend like it didn't happen. What I mean is give your everything to God and let him take care of you. And this is a real thing because what you ask for, you'll receive. And God will always deliver if you come to him. It's a really important message. um, And I know that it hits home with a lot of people. With that message, remember to honor yourself and take time now. Because instead of if something like this is to happen... Just know that you need to be still and to be present and to take some downtime, like check out, take a deep breath, just relax and allow your body to move through this. Let God work a miracle. So that's how are we going to heal the wounds of our past is if we get presented with anything that would ruffle, ruffle our feathers in any way, we do not look at the person that's done it. We look at God and we give it to him. This is it. This is something that's going to take a lot of strength from you guys because the soul does not want to give it to nobody. They want to retaliate. And so I want to just make sure that we're on board with that. But for the present moment, God also says that focused intention is going to be what's going to carry you through this, okay? Not just with overcoming this, but then to move forward into what you want, right? So in the present moment, you guys need to know that you have the ability to operate and to move forward with unwavering faith, guys. You got to know that God supports you, the universe supports you, and that everything that you need, you're already awake. You're already divinely connected, you have the ability to manifest whatever you desire. So be careful what you put out there. I want to say if any fear comes up for you guys, it's just a reminder what you need to work through. You don't surrender to the fear. You just push through that and go, no, I'm stronger than my situation. You need to focus on whatever it is that you are focused, that you need, whatever that goal is for you. So you have to stay focused and strong specifically right now, because it's going to be a very powerful time. And whatever the response is for what you want in life, if you lose your focus because of some distraction and someone's upset you or, or again, messages of the past, if anyone comes to hurt or disrespect or disappoint you, they're going to take you away from your focused intention, right? So you cannot be distracted. It's almost like a setup. I feel like this is like a really spiritual message to say, stay present, do not fall for the setup. Because if anything goes off track to try and pull your energy out of joy this week, you've got to see past that. And the mission is to have a focused intention. You can't focus your intention on anything while you're looking at someone else or frustrated with another situation. That's why you got to give it to God and stay focused. That's the message of the present. Do not be distracted by anyone's reactions or actions towards you. And be careful with what, you know, with what you say and how you respond. Just don't respond at all, maybe. Maybe just step aside. You need to tune into God's, God's given you the ability to have an intuition, which is the mind of God and the heart of God for you to know things before they come, right? We all have this ability. We need to tap into that, that divine intuitive wisdom that God has given us, that knowing inside. And this is only going to come when we listen. So we have to be still enough to listen to the wisdom that God provides us with in order to move towards our goals. 
And so this is particularly, it's very encouraging for anyone and everyone right now to move into their true power. It's going to create incredible opportunity for you if you keep your focus and tension and think about what you desire instead of what's happening okay don't let anything pull you apart do not let distractions come before you which would be the winds of the past set your sights high okay and expect the best absolute positive outcome for what you desire whether this is a relationship if it's a career if it's buying a house if it's selling a house if it's buying a car Whatever it is that you're going through in your story right now, if it's healing, if it's having a baby, if it's adopting a child, I have no idea what you guys are facing, but I know that you can't achieve it without a focused intention and you have to have focus. Okay. So do not be distracted with something. This is what I want to say is in order to achieve what we want, not only do we have to have a focused intention, but we actually have to believe in trust. You can't focus on something you don't fully believe in because that, that would be opposite of, of, actually focusing on your intention. If you were to focus on your intention, you have to have belief and trust in that process. Okay. And so I want to say alongside of your focused intention right now, whatever situations going on, you've got to believe that everything is already healed and whole as of right now, because this is a biblical truth, you know, and this is going to lose some of you. But when he said, you're healed by my stripes, like God says, you've already been healed by my stripes. These are for you guys who are believers. Now listen to me. Everything is already done in the heavens. It's an activation of faith. So with believing and trusting, that's faith in a focused intention, right? So whatever is going on in your situation, you got to believe it as if it's already happened. That's how miracles occur. And that's what the word meant when it wrote it straight out. Believe and ask as if it's already been received. It's that belief, like the innocence of a child, the ability to have not just an incredible imagination, but to believe once you see it in your mind's eye that it's received. And in that belief, it is literally manifested. Okay. And so as your faith grows stronger, doorways to divine solutions are going to open guys. Every door you can imagine will open before you and you have to trust. You've got to trust yourself enough to give all of you to God, trust God enough to give your body and your mind to God, relax with the situation because you don't have control anyway. It's when you surrender it to him that everything shifts for you. And I just want you to know that when you do believe in trust, something happens inside of the human body, a creative energy really starts to stir. And when you believe in trust, like you have incredible strength and qualities that actually show up for you and that are very helpful in ways you never imagined. So it is an activation thing. When we believe and we trust, something sparks inside of our cellular DNA. And this really is the happiest outcome you can imagine because for whatever you think or imagine, you receive, right? You inherit, you become. You need to give all your worries to God or, you know, and to the angels. And, you know, I was listening to a sermon today and something interesting. It's that God says that when we pray, he protects us with a circle of angels around our prayers. That's really neat, okay? The idea that when we pray, we are being completely covered and protected by a circle of angels that he sends around our prayer life. When you guys are asking and focusing your intention and believing and trusting, that is prayer, okay? You give it to God verbally, heart and mind agree, surrender and let go and move on. You are so much stronger than your situation or anyone else's actions towards you. You don't have to lower your vibration to anyone. And it's, you know, there's a lot of crazy out right now. So you need to stay in the highest vibration possible. And that's really a huge message. I don't know. I feel like before you go to sleep tonight, maybe you should just say a prayer. Like, I don't know, 
uh, creator of all that is, or Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, God, whatever works for you. Just enter my dreams and replace fear with faith and trust. Let me be filled with strength and courage and confidence, God, and help me to find my way. Like maybe that's the prayer that you say. And if that's it, write it down and say it again. And amen, right? So you need to keep your focus. I feel like this week is all about focused intention because I feel like the shadows of deceit are around the corner and they want to steal your thunder. They want to take your lightning. And God has given you guys this incredible amount of power. And that's why I say lightning. You can manifest and make miracles. But you can't do it if you're distracted. You can't do it if you're angry. You can't do it if you retaliate. You cannot do it if you have judgment or you want to go kill somebody because they've offended you or whatever they've done to you, like they've brought about rage. Experience the emotion. Know that it's real if it's happening for you. Do not let it be your distraction. Let it go. Give it to God and move on. It is that easy. You are so much stronger than your actual situation and you're stronger than anyone coming at you. And I want you to remember that with every part of your story. So, and then for, of course, the final outcome, it's uh, John 14, 12. So he that believes on me and the works that I do, shall he also do and greater works than these shall he do because I go into my father. I'm going to read you that real here, just real quick. Okay. So the word works in Greek is literally an action word or a deed, right? And really what this means is how the, you have to have the mind and the heart like God, right? God lists all the proofs of his incredible works, right? For all those critics that were around him. He listed all the proof that he had. He performed divine miracles, right? His instruction is to do good in the name of God implied everyday behaviors through Matthew 5, 16. And I want to tell you guys that in the last few verses, Jesus seems to have, um, Mm, he put out this message that his explanation for what the disciples ought to embrace the truth and that he is God, John 14, 9, 11. So to read the commentary through here, it's very important that when we interpret the verse that God gives us, we really should read through the whole thing. But some of, some of Jesus's works were displayed of unspeakable power, such as resurrecting the dead. Um, other miracles demonstrated his sovereignty over nature, including weather, matter, and the human body. So we're talking science, the weather, the human body, all of it. In other cases, his works were accurate, accurate teachings, right? Matthew 4, 23. And he had righteous intervention, John 2, 14 through 16. Jesus's promise here is not that Jesus's promise here is not that all who claim to be believers will be endowed with, you know, power to raise the dead or transmute matter. That's not what he's saying. Nor does Jesus mean to imply that the future of his believers would have a widespread supernatural powers, although we do, those who have been born in the Holy Spirit. But the following verses include two qualifications. So the to his word, ask in my name and clearly indicating that God does not sign a blank check for, for his miraculous power to anyone. In part, this prediction of works refers to the earthly days of the apostles who were granted miracles and signs and wonders. So what I want to say is the idea that anyone could do greater works than Jesus, you need to think of it like Jesus was associated with miracles in the gospel. And God is credited with creation himself. John 1, 1, 3, and in the terms of power and logically it's logically impossible to suggest that anyone could do something beyond what Jesus had accomplished, but therefore ought to be taken in a way that those who believe in him, he has released his power upon you. So it's not that it's created from ourself, but you with God in asking God with the heart and the mind in alignment to God and those who believe in God as Jesus 
receiving the Holy Spirit with that type of incredible faith or even a mustard seed of faith, this is where we can totally be qualified in his power and move an incredible mountain on earth. Like, I have to say that we have to ask in the name of the Lord and believe that it's so for everything that we do. This is not just about, yes, the Bible is talking about John 14 and 12, about how he did so many incredible healings and so many miracles and signs and wonders that are supernatural and not logically understood. Yes. This is for everybody though. The message God gives us here is that two things are implied. You can do and have whatever you'd like, as long as it's in alignment to love and and God's perfect will for your life. You can help and heal anyone you like with the faith of God who stands beside you. You can move mountains and be the light of the world. That's who he's called you to be. But none of this can happen. Your focus can't be achieved. You can't have what you desire if you're being distracted. You have to have faith and you have to have trust. So belief and trust, right? Which are really the same thing. To believe and to trust and so it is, right? Hope and faith. It's all the same thing. But more importantly, you actually have to give it to God. If you don't give your concerns to God, your focus to God, your dreams to God and ask, how would you expect to achieve or receive? And how do you think, I mean, I don't know about you, but I cannot and never would assume that I'm able to overcome anything that my story presents for me without the strength of God. I just, it's impossible for me to even think that I could do it without him. I don't believe that just because of my broken story, right? God is the one who strengthened me. He's the one who's resurrected me is what I want to say and brought me into the woman that I am today. And it's only by his perfect love and my faith in God that I am still here, still breathing and still going with a spirit of joy, no matter what happens. And I want to say that whatever you're going through, the the threefold message is very simple. Do not be without malice, period. Stay focused on your intention. Do not be distracted. If you're discouraged or someone comes across to do something that's deceitful or hurtful or shadow-ish, you need to give it to God. When you give it to God, you need to believe and trust. Stay focused on your mission with faith. Ask God, give your problems to God, while at the same time, stay focused on whatever he's put you forward to accomplish, okay? Whatever he's put on your heart, you cannot be distracted. And then believe, believe in John 14, 12, that anything and everything that you can have by asking, he gives to you and greater can you do than even Jesus did because he goes to his father. So for you guys who want to hone in on some supernatural ability to feel the love, the grace and the power of God through your mission in which he's called you to walk, you need to activate that application. Go in and read John 14, 12. Check out the commentary on that and reconfigure your belief system. Just read the story, not just the verse. Go in to read the story, okay? Because there's evidence of what he did and his word never, ever is void, okay? Never void and never empty. God always delivers. And so there's nothing that his word says that he does not promise. And I want you guys to hone in on that this week. So hugs and love to all of you. Happy, happy Monday. I hope it's a fabulous week for you. I hope you stay focused, stay grounded, stay joyful, and don't be distracted. And I'll speak to you soon.